Jesse Allen talking now with Arlen Suderman, Chief Commodities Economist at Stone X. Okay, Arlen, USDA January reports out the World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates, quarterly grain stocks, winter wheat seedings, a lot of data out here today from USDA. Let's start with surprises. What stood out to you as some of the big surprising numbers we saw with all the reports that came out today? Well, I think the biggest surprise is you actually have to go, um, and there were numerous ones, I don't know which, but uh, the quarterly stocks report, uh, that was positive for all three of the major grains. Wheat came in about 64 million bushels below the average trade gas. Corn stocks on December 1st came in um, 300, and doing some math real quick here, about, about 360 million bushels um, below what the trade was anticipating. And soybeans came in about uh, 110 million bushels below what the trade is expecting. Uh, then you go to the uh, supply and demand production estimates, and USDA cut 1.6 million acres off of harvested corn. Um, didn't change planted, but harvested corn, corn that was abandoned, in other words. And and that would be in the western ag belt where the drought was most intense. It cut 300,000 off of soybeans harvested and 900,000 off of grain sorghum. So the drought really having an impact there. On the yield side, they went up on corn, went down on soybeans, if you will, came in eight-tenths of a bushel above the average trade guess and a full bushel above their November estimate for the corn yield at 173.3. And on soybeans, they dropped it to 49.5 bushels per acre, uh, which is down from 50.2 last month or in November and below the average trade guess of 50.3. So a lot of surprises in here. More friendly than not, and one more we should say is total winter wheat acres, 36.95 million acres, up from 33.27 last year, and up from the average trade guess of 34.485, so about 2.5 million above the average trade guess, but there's going to be a big difference between seeded winter wheat acres and actually harvested winter wheat acres in the high plains. How about South American numbers? I know we were watching to see what USDA would do, especially in Argentina. Fairly sizable cut to soybean production uh, for Argentina. Corn production, uh, the cut there matched trade expectations, it looked like. And Brazil, soybean crop increased a little, corn down a little. It's kind of my just general assessment of that. What are your thoughts with the South American numbers? Yeah, let's start with the baseline of where USDA was at for Argentina. They were at 55 million metric tons for corn and 49.5 for soybeans. We got the Rosario Grain Exchange estimates that came out late yesterday, dropping corn to 45, so that would be down 10 million metric tons, and soybeans at 37 million metric tons, so that'd be down 12.5. USDA didn't expect to be that aggressive this early, and and I think that's understandable. They did pretty much what I expected. They came down three million on the corn to fifty-two, and came down uh, what four million on soybeans to forty-five and a half. You mentioned Brazil, <clears throat> USDA going down one million metric tons to one hundred and twenty-five on corn. We think that's a little on the light side right now. That's mostly due to losses for the first crop corn. We think that's a, they're maybe cutting out a little bit too much. 
on soybeans, they're at 153 million metric tons. That's up 1 million metric tons from last month. They're really coming up toward our estimate there. We're at 153.8. I think that was probably justifiable. Now, Arlen, overall, it appears the reaction, initial reaction anyway, is fairly positive in corn and beans. And wheat just kind of choppy around unchanged, it feels like right now. As, as we get all of these numbers assessed, the feeling in this market moving forward, would you agree that this feels kind of positive, at least in the short term for corn and beans to start? Well, I definitely do. I think it's puts a lot more focus now on on the Argentine drought. Um, I think probably more than is needed if we have a big Brazilian crop, but it is the perception is reality in the market, and perception is now that the short Argentine crop is going to be a big problem. On the wheat side, the trade um, is trying to get a handle on the increased acres versus the tighter stocks that we have for old crop and increased feed usage. I think we're going to be looking at increased feed usage for corn as well overall. Even though we're down on animal units, USDA was too aggressive in cutting. So this is a market that has good support now, and we've refocused on the fundamentals of generally tight global corn supplies, um, tight soybean supplies, and we may be finding an area of value on wheat right now. And I shouldn't discount this either. Real briefly, I know we had CPI economic data out this morning that's been kind of worked its way into the trade here. And and I know the focus is on USDA numbers right now, but we don't want to discredit and discount the impact of those CPI numbers uh, getting thrown into the trade as well today. Yeah, absolutely. The CPI uh, consumer price index, inflation at the consumer level, dropping one-tenth of a percent in December, first month-on-month drop in two years. Um, And so that's seen as good news. I still see some problems in there with service sector and shelter prices continuing to go up. And the big reason for the drop is a drop in energy prices. And if we see this economic recovery in China coming out from COVID, we could see those energy prices come under some significant upward pressure if if demand rebounds faster and supply can. That's comments with Arlen Suderman, Chief Commodities Economist at StoneX, uh, recapping the WASD quarterly grain stocks, winter wheat seedings numbers out on Thursday. Coming up this afternoon, more analysis of the trade in the USDA reports. We'll talk to Christy Van on Shesith with Van on and Company. Also, Kevin McNew with Farmers Business Network will join us. They'll both have recaps and analysis of Thursday's trade action. You're listening to the Market Talk Midday Commentary for this Thursday, January 12th. I'm Jesse Allen reporting.